Hello, and welcome to this episode of On Air with Air Cargo World. I'm your host, Karen Livingston, editor of Air Cargo World. Joining me for today's podcast are Lenora Turner, director of Opportunity Knox, and Jose Ubeda, senior vice president of digital solutions at Expeditors. Thank you both for joining the podcast today. Thank you very much, Karen. We're really glad to be here. Thanks, Karen. Good to meet you. Yeah, very nice to meet you both as well. So Expeditors announced earlier this month that it would be sharing a template and best practices for Opportunity Knox, which is your internship program. And from what I've seen, that program is aimed at at 16 to 24 year olds without a degree who are looking to begin their careers. So Lenora, as the director for this program, can you give a brief overview of your role at Expeditors and the Opportunity Knox program generally? Yeah, absolutely. I came into Expeditors in 2008 as a trainer for employees and then always supported Opportunity Knox, which had just started at that time to help young people gain opportunity, job skills, and hopefully a long-term job. And then I took that role on full-time with Jose as my boss about five, six years ago for a full-time effort, which has been really inspirational. So what I get to do is help our different, different offices around the globe and around the network participate, help them get started if that's what they need, help connect partnerships with the external organizations that may have candidates, coach people as we get involved, and of course, pay attention to what we've done with the program and help just promote more of the good work. Great. And Jose, how did you get involved in the program? Um, So I would say it was about five, six years ago, right at the same time as Lenora. And um, I think it's important to note that this came uh, and was born from a capstone project that Dan Wall our president of global products uh, started based on his education at Seattle U. And um, back in 2015 or so, he, he approached me and said, hey, are you interested in taking this over? And knowing that, you know, 50% of our senior management team are really considered what I call opportunity youth or had similar backgrounds. Um, I said, I'm gonna jump all over the opportunity because it gave us an, a, a chance to look at it and determine what the program was and then try to expand it. So. Um, it was just a way to continue to pay it forward to some of that program that Dan already started. Okay, great. And uh, last year, you started in a new leadership role focused on digital solutions at Expeditors. How do you help support the Opportunity Knox program as part of your work in digital solutions? Yeah, I, so Karen, I would tell you that regardless of my role, the overall program is to not only focus on our talent pipeline, whether it's in digital solutions or in other uh, divisions within expeditors, but it's also to expand it more globally. Uh, and that's something that we've been focusing on. So my new role really doesn't change the course of it. It allows me to look from a, a technology perspective, which helps a little bit, but it's really to help support the entire organization. Okay. And Lenora, how do other expeditors employees participate in the internship program? Well, I completely live off of those other employees because um, though I've had a number of interns myself in the past from the program directly, those young adults myself, um, really they they are the ones that at the local office are the ones who's going to kick it off, maybe find that partnership they're going to get candidates from. They may be the supervisor. We do always want a mentor involved. So whether they're locally a mentor or even remotely can you know stay contacted and things like that with a young person and help coach them, any of those roles is are very important and part of it. Right. And uh, with a history now of more than a decade, I'm sure you have quite a few success stories under under your belt for this program. Uh, but 
Can you share an example of how a former intern has gone on to succeed in logistics, either with expediters or in another role? Yeah, absolutely. And yes, we have. We have actually had alumni, currently have alumni at 15 different locations in six countries, and we've had them in 25 offices where they have gotten full-time jobs. So we have a number of those. A young lady in Seattle, she's been with us more than 10 years now. She's one of the early ones. And she now administrates our learning system. She's the overall, uh, what we call our PDC, Professional Development System Administrator for the entire network. So she's just grown and advanced in her own career. We have a young man who started as an intern. He's now a district sales executive in Philadelphia. We have a young gal in Southern India. She's received advanced certification. She's gotten team recognition and she's an export, um, ocean export agent. And then a young man in, who started in the UK and he's now a, a air product supervisor. And then of course we actually have other people go on in the tech, especially in the tech area who have sometimes gone on to other companies but have really gained their first year, few years of experience with us. Yeah, if I, if I could add a little bit more to that. Um, I think it's important, you know, um, obviously we, we want to try to promote our industry more and more to talented young youth, especially those seeking opportunity. But our aim isn't just to introduce it to logistics. Uh, our aim is to make sure we give a platform an opportunity and access to resources to these young adults so they can really help determine what's the path they want to take. Do they want to go to college? Do they just want to be involved with some professional experience on a temporary basis, or do they want to work with expediters? At the same time, we want to help them, you know, find their voice and gain some confidence so it could help them in whatever path they take. So our aim isn't strictly logistics. Of course, we love that and we want more people being involved in our industry, but it's really to help that young adult really determine what path do they want to take and how can we play a small role in it? Okay. So based on, on what you've said about, uh, the opportunities that this program helps give to, to younger people looking to start their careers, as well as some of the figures in, in the press release about the program. Opportunity Knock seems like it's been very beneficial to expediters and helping build out a pipeline of talent, as well as to, to the mentees in the program and in launching their careers. So what motivated expediters to kind of share this template and open it up to, to other companies? Well, we know it takes some extra effort. And so we know that if we can help kind of reduce the the effort to get it off the ground, we wanted to do that. And really what Jose said sometimes, really, why not? It's just so positive. The benefits go literally every direction. It inspires your own employees. It helps young people really gain some for real experience, learn about an industry that's typically invisible. And, um, And we figure if we can help that and help just more of this positive effort happen, I just think that we just, it needs more of a voice. And so we could lend ourselves to that. We've always kind of tried to share it really from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And uh, what level of interest have, have you seen from other companies in adopting the program? We've seen some interest. We've seen some, you know, question we've had conversations. Um, I don't know. We don't track how many have actually done it, but it's, it's not the easiest thing to get started because you're putting a little extra elbow grease and, and all that kind of stuff. But um some of them we've, I know Jose's helped connect people with specific partners we've had and encourage some of those connections. Um, so we're not sure the impact. It is a little extra effort, but we're at least glad we're trying to take steps with it. Yeah, Karen, I think that um, with any of these type of programs um, and whatever, whatever you know, organization you want to support, um, there's always this enthusiasm behind it and people want to do it. But as Lenore mentioned, it's not easy. And then you know, Lenore mentions, hey, we're kind of this invisible industry. I think the pandemic's kind of has elevated our industry, especially in the supply chain area. And that I think that's going to be a benefit for, I think, organizations who look at this a little bit differently, and especially with a tight labor force, 
why not look at young talent that's out there that's seeking these opportunities and why not our industry? So we've tried to bring airlines and some of our competitors together along with some of the organizations we support just to introduce this space to people. Um, so Lenore had come up with Opportunity Knocks in a Box that we post on our website. It's like, it has all the information that we think is relevant that can get people started, but it is, it's heavy, it's heavy lifting. But once you get going, it's absolutely the, the, the payback is amazing, not just for the young adult, but for the companies itself. Um, so we're, just, we're, you helping us out, get the, get this, get this out is helpful because we want people to be involved and we want to share what we've learned through that process. Right. Yeah. Very, uh, very good point. Always great to try to get out, uh, these informational and, and internship programs as, widely as possible. So kind of on that point, how, how does Expeditors market the internship program to potential applicants to your program? Thanks. Yeah, great question. And what we've actually worked with more than 20 nonprofit organizations over the years, because we typically work with an organization that's doing workforce development for the young person, and they tend to know where those candidates are. Um, because it's not, I mean, if they're disconnected or not necessarily uh, aware of you, you're not aware of them. So we do rely a lot on those organizations. And we've also worked with word of mouth. Someone may know someone. We don't really care how we get the candidate in. Uh, we just want to try to do it. You take a step at a time and then over time you build relationships. So we've got several great partners out of that. Great. And all this information is available on your website, correct? Correct. Yeah. In the, in the downloadable PDF, we do uh, talk about and reference specifically two of our strongest partners. Okay, great. And uh, so for those um, those former interns who have gone on to work for expeditors, what does the internship to employment path look like? For those, like I said, 90, I think it's over 90 now who've become full-time employees. And so typically what happens is, again, I work with that main contact at that district office. They'll decide what, where they've got a part-time temporary role that may fit. They'll bring the young person in, um, use our own onboarding um, tools, as well as some things we have in our opportunity knocks in a box that kind of recommend some things to make sure you have conversations about things like that, get them some, some tasks and responsibilities. And if they continue to excel, they gain more. And if they meet or exceed expectations and say they have a six month internship, then if at all possible, we want to offer them a position. If we've got one to offer, it's a win for both. We certainly want great talent and they love um, getting a long-term opportunity. So it really happens that way. And if it some reason isn't quite a fit, then they've still gained experience and skills and they can leverage that for their job search as they go forward. So it's a win and a benefit either way. Yeah. The, the other thing I would add, Karen, is that um, here specifically in Seattle at our corporate office, and it exists in other parts of the organization as well, is that you know having IT entry-level people is really critical because it, it helps them get a, you know, a path into, say, experts, for example. So we have a very specific program that Lenora leads with an organization called Year Up. Uh, that's based out of Boston, but they have a, a facility here, a, a, an office here in Seattle. And their focus is to simply take young adults and teach them the skills that are relevant in the IT space that will help them get a higher wage job within this market, in this industry. So when you think about logistics, don't think about just moving freight, but also on the IT side. So we work to, towards that here in Seattle as well. And we've had a lot of uh, young adults have actually become full-time employees in our IT group as well. Yeah, some of the partners that you'll find are really kind of, they're so strong in what they do. They're kind of standalone partners, a lot easy, easier to plug and play into like a year up 
or like we work also with students uh, with Crystal Ray Network of Schools, that's a huge win because they can sometimes be so, they're so strong themselves that you can plug and play. Otherwise, you're finding a local organization that is also going to be a win, just a little more effort to start up. Maybe just add one more thing, Karen, on that, because that, this question you have about the, what's that pathway look like, it's different for every young adult. It's really what they decide is best for them, and we can play a small role to help them get there. So Lenora talked about the Crystal Ray organization, which is a Jesuit school with 36 schools around the U.S. We support about 44 students every year in different locations where we have offices connected to that school. Crystal Ray's uh, aim and objective is to take young adults who live under the poverty level to get them into college. So our role is just to support that component of it so they can work to pay for some of their school, but also gain some experience working for us as well. It's not to hire them. So again, when you start thinking about opportunity knocks, there's these, all these different tentacles, but the, the, the end of the day, it's to help that young adult find their own pathway and get a little support on the way from some, from expires or anyone else wants to participate. Right. So for those interns that, that don't remain at expediters as employees, um, what, what do you do to kind of keep in touch with them or provide any other assistance or opportunities as they progress or as they choose what path they want to follow? Well, we may not have connection with some, they want to go off and do their thing. And uh, sometimes it just happens because you personally get real connected to the young person. I've certainly got those relationships myself. And then with Crystal Ray Network of Schools specifically, we on purpose promote our opportunities to their alumni network. They're in 24 U.S. states. And so it's really a great thing to say, hey, consider Expediters. We've partnered with you in 16 cities. And here's what our opportunities are. And we've also offered a couple of webinars to them, whether it's about our business and industry or about like resume and interview prep, just to help add value to their now a little bit older process in their case. And we're looking to do that with a few more other partners just to say, hey, well, let's talk to your alumni. We'd love to make them aware of opportunity. Interesting. So uh, kind of a more general question. Are you, are you concerned about a talent gap in uh, the pipeline moving into the workforce now as far as uh, interest in logistics and how effective are internships in kind of sparking that interest in new generations? I think it's certainly not a new problem that a lot of, especially B2B, your young people aren't necessarily familiar with so many jobs that are out there. I remember growing up, people say, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I think, how the heck do you think I'm supposed to know that? I mean, there's so many things I didn't realize. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I always think there needs to be on purpose outreach from business to the world of education, the world in, in every level, just to say, hey, we're out here because you want to let people know this is a great place to have a career. This is kind of a story you can have. And, and then, of course, as a company, you want to have upward pathways. But yes, I absolutely am a huge fan of internships. I think it's really smart for both the individual and the business because both sides gets to get to uh, the young person gets to gain experience. They get to gain some skills. Um, hopefully, they're also making money while they're doing it. Um, ours are always paid or paid to the third party one way or another. And then um, the young person gets to test out the market, test out the job while they're gaining skills. It goes both ways. I think it's an incredibly smart move, and it's a way to strengthen your talent pipeline before you're under pressure, and certainly a benefit uh, at any time. Yeah, and I, and I don't think that there are concerns with the talent that's entering our, our industry. It's more about can our industry finally hold hands in, a, in an area that is important to take the opportunity that's in front of us today, especially what the pandemic is, is, is caused, but also introducing this industry to more people. 
And Lenore and I have tried through a roadshow about, I don't know, three years ago, trying to really promote this. And we went to industry events. And it's someone falls on deaf ears, to be honest with you. And I think it takes guts to say, let's do this because there's so much talent out there and our industry needs it. And why not give an opportunity to someone to start at the ground level and learn more about what we're doing and evolve and have, have a career in, in logistics. So uh, it's not so much the, the concern. It's more about, can we, can we finally get to, together and do this together? And I think that's, that's, to me, that's the call to action here. Our industry needs to step up and really push, push who we are and what we do and demonstrate this is a true profession you can do really well in. Yeah, great point. So is, is Expeditors taking any other actions to introduce students to logistics or attract more entry-level employees into the industry? I know it, it varies locally because a lot of our district offices will reach out based on what their needs are. And I know some of them are directly connected with their local colleges or universities and others with some of these partners that we're talking about because it's happened in 43 of our districts have done it at least once, some of them consistently for 10 years. So there is some effort being done. There certainly can always be more. Uh, I think it's smart to even, even if it's quarterly, reach out to your local school, local, uh, whether it's a high school or it's a a tech school or your local college or university, just stay in contact, offer to share an hour with their students about your industry. We have districts that do that. And some of them have greater plans to do that in this coming year. But I don't think you, I think it's just smart to get in a routine of doing it because if they don't know you're there, how are they going to find you? It's a great way to help us find each other, put the talent and the opportunities together. Right. So uh, before we, we wrap up our call today, is there anything else that either of you would like to add about Opportunity knocks or the industry more broadly as it relates to uh, attracting new people to the industry? One thing I'd like to bring up is it is really rewarding work. Um, we know that our people are really do an incredible job of what they do, but you know, you can do your job and you start taking for granted how sharp you are. When they simply invest the talent that they have, into a young person. It reignites their own passion and realizing how sharp they are and how their input into someone else can make a difference. So the, the engagement on the job, we've seen really nice benefits there because they're saying, I've heard comments multiple times, I had no idea I could make such a difference. So it's great for the individual employee. We know there's benefits that go every direction. We also have outreach to our veterans and our veteran community across the US knowing they're an amazing fit. And we love, I love learning more about it and our connections there. So I just don't think you can go wrong. Take a step at a time. You can start small. It doesn't have to be some massive effort. Just start doing it. And you're going to be surprised the difference you make over time. And I think from my perspective, I just want to say thank you for giving us this, uh, this platform to talk about it. Um, we, you know, it's something you have to be passionate about and it is hard work. It is extremely rewarding. Um, and since the press release went out, we had one of the top Orders in the world uh, that is a competitor of ours, reach out to us, which Lenore and I are going to speak to them because they're interested as well. So that's uh, maybe a little bit of a challenge for the others who may listen to the podcast. But Karen, we can't thank you enough. We really, really appreciate it. this has been such a benefit and we can't thank you enough. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. That sounds like a really positive uh, development to, to start off this, uh, this program sharing with. And uh, thank you both for joining me today. Uh, that's all for this episode. Uh, and thank you also to our listeners and to Air Cargo World's readers. As a reminder, you can download and listen to this podcast and other episodes at aircargoworld.com and on iTunes and Spotify. 